I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty in a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're joking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Yeah, boys, drink the door. I don't know why you sound like Bane. Let's suck on that. Look it out, just let it be awkward. Hey, this is Tom Atkins. Throw me, but you better listen to the Bad Boys Podcast, or I'm coming for you. Yeah, boy. Straight to Dome. Mm. What, what? Nobody's home. Yeah. See, I see. I went, I went easy on you. See, I didn't... Yeah, that was, that was, that was a layup, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, speaking of layups, I would just like to welcome Anthony Davis to the Los Angeles Lakers. Who? Motherfucker, if you'd watch basketball, you would know he's a top five player in the NBA. Top nice. five? Wow. Dude, look up That's his stats, homeboy. Look I believe it. Teaming up with LeBron. They gave up, let's see, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, three first-round picks. And three first-round picks? Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. They gave up the name, the Lakers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They gave up, they gave up a lot. Um, they didn't give is, up Kuzma, uh, which is good. But Is Art a fan of the Lakers or any of the L.A. teams? Mm-hmm. Or is he smart enough not to be? Not sure. Never seen him really talk sports. So I'm not sure. How about it? Are you, you big uh, Dodger, Angels, Lakers fan? No, Reed, the Raiders fan. All the way from fucking New Zealand. Fuck Reed. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, coming in hot, hot, dude. Hey, Reed, I gotta apologize. That's the vodka talking. That ain't. It's whiskey, baby. It's whiskey. Yeah, he's three. It's not three even the cheap shit. Wow. No fuck around. That, what cup number is that? What was it? What are you working on now? It might be number two, but oh. I'm a lightweight these days because I'm not oh. drinking that often. Gotcha. Well, and it's a strong too, you know. It sounds like it. Yes, sir. Man, oh man. Well, yep. You guys are you are listening to the Bad Boys Podcast, episode four hundred and fifty-seven. <laughs> We're about to randomly rant all things movies. Before I get started, I just want to say Happy Father's Day to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. This evening, it is Happy Father's Day. MCP, I'm talking to you too, Father of Turtles, mm-hmm. King of King of the North, MC Master Control Program of the West, or whatever. <laughs> Speaking of turtles, I got a uh, T-shirt at the uh, thrift store. It's the uh, old school Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's fantastic. The old animated. It's, a, it's a logo. No, it's like the the turtles, all four of them, and then the yeah. old logo. Yeah, are they, cool. are they eating pizza? Uh, no, they just hold their weapons. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, we're still we're still talking about basketball. Fucking congratulations, Toronto Raptors, stopping uh, the Warriors from getting a three peat. No, they got like a lot of injuries, but that's just the name of the game. Look at Harley over there typing away. Toronto Raptors, what? Expect- no, I did. I did hear. I did see that. You saw that? Yeah. They were going for the three peat. Fortunately, didn't happen. Um, Clay Thompson got hurt. Kevin Durant got hurt. That's the name of the game, right? Injuries happen. So yeah. Suck it. Shut up. <laughs> oh well. Too bad you didn't get a three peat. I mean, they were fucking the Avengers, anyways, right? They had like they had like a uh, their whole five stars were all stars. So 
Boo-hoo. Wah. Time for the Lakers to retain their throne, come back. It's been too long. It's been 2010 was the last time. It's been way too long. 2010 was the last time the Lakers won a championship. Yep. And it's hardly all like to say. They're never going to win a championship without Phil Jackson. That's what that was me. I was the guy. Yeah, I know. I never forgot. So, so. you like to you like to spew a lot of venom, don't you? Oh, hey. I'm, <laughs> before that, I'm your host, Fonzo, aka Mike Larry. I'm Harley, aka Marcus Burnett, and I'm Tony, aka MCP. You see how he had, he had to fucking sex it up, Harley? You hear him? Yeah, he does. Why like, fucking uh, recording with his shirt off too? Just fucking. Oh, shit. Well, I am too because it's fucking hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you remember about a month ago, uh, I started watching Venom, and uh, <laughs> okay, that long, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I never. Uh, yeah, it was tough. Well, you know, I, I don't know. I watched about an hour of it or so, and. Uh, 45 minutes. And, hey, can uh, Chris uh, re- refill your drink too? All th- uh, the whole night? No, I, I, she's got to go to bed early. Oh. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to keep it down because she's got to work. She can, gotta... you re- can you refill yours? I want it. No, I actually, every, I actually. Every hour. Empty, empty the bottle. So. You empty the bottle? So this but is your Chris, last cup right here. But, but Chris did come home with a case of wine. So let's oh, we'll see how this podcast goes. Hey. <laughs> we can only be uh, so lucky. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I finally finished Venom. Uh, Chris was uh, out of town with Mazzy, so I had the house to myself. So, you know, fired up the old projector 1080p. So when you said finish it, we're, I'm thinking maybe you had 15, 20 minutes left. You're like, oh, no, I only had, I only started five minutes of it. I had to finish the whole thing. No, no, no. So I, I got to the point where uh, Venom started, like, talking to him, okay. like cracking jokes. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, um uh yeah, I didn't care for the movie. It was boring. Um, th- there's nothing like terrible about it. Uh, I didn't like Tom Hardy. I didn't like the fact that they made um the character a wuss, Eddie Brock. That, that annoyed me. I was like, why is he? And he talks all meek, and he's like, I'm like, dude, that's not Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's a badass. Tom Hardy is fucking charismatic. Tom Hardy should be playing Tom Hardy, not little wussy bent. Um, so you're saying he has to typecast himself. He yes. Can't, can't have range. Yes. It just didn't seem believable. It just, I struggled with it. I don't know if it was, I mean, his acting seemed fine. Tony, did you see the movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know Fonzo, you did too, right? Yeah, me and Tony both uh, liked it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. It's my review. Oh, um, sorry about that. Uh, you know, I don't mind the look, uh, crazy tongue and the teeth and all that shit. Yeah, that's cool. Like I dig, especially for kids, you know, um, it's, they, it's one of those movies where they throw a lot of comedy at you or it seems, you know, it's kind of, it's gotta be, it's, it's in the MCU. They got Stan Lee in there, but you know, obviously it's kind of on his own, but you know, it's, I feel like all these, uh, uh comic book movies, they're going to be either DC or MCU, right? They got to they got to fit in this box. They got to fit in this world, and I think it hamstrings the movies. And so, like Fonzo, you were pointing out, getting tired of that uh, black SUV car chase thing, right? Yeah. Same here. I'm, I'm fucking burned out. I'm tired of this shit. 
and, and this one is like no exception. Um, all the action was played out. I, I'd seen it done a million times. Um, you know, at the end, it just becomes like fucking CGRS. And so I'm just like, I just checked out. I could give a shit about any of the characters. Um, I really like Riz Ahmed. Um, I, I don't know if I'm mispronouncing his name. I'm sorry. I'm butchering it. Um, he was really, really, really good in that HBO show. Um, follow me onto it. I would tell you what it is, but my internet's not working. Fuck you, AT and T. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it was some show. Uh, yeah, I remember something night or Fuck something or whatever. It took place at night. Hold what on, I got it. Yeah, the night of. That's it. Oh shit, I was right. Yeah, TV Fuck miniseries. I think it was HBO. Yeah, it was the night of. It just pulled up. Yeah, really good. He was really good in it. Uh, his performance was really, really good. Was he really uh, good? And in this it? he plays like the, like uh, what's the guy? Tony, I heard he was really good in it. Tony, in the in night <laughs> of, or oh, he was really good in it. He wasn't so good in Venom. So good in since I'm reviewing Venom, sorry. I'll get back on topic. Yeah, he, he was a bad. He was a bad. Typecasted. Well, he's not a bad guy. Or not so typecasted, he be bad? but um, stereotypical. Well, yeah, yeah, but he's it's it's like, ad is it not good? I mean, he's a bad guy, but it's done poorly. So, um, takes place in San Francisco. He rides a motorcycle. Triumph is cool. Uh, the bike's awesome. Love the bike. Um, uh, some of the stunts in the bike was cool. I did, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't care for the relationship between Eddie Brock and Anne. Uh, Michelle Williams, really talented actress, was not impressed. And then her boyfriend gets involved, and I'm like, all right, this is dumb. Um, and then you even got Woody Harrelson at the very end after post credits. And then I got post post credits of fucking Spider Man. So, well, he's in IMDb, like fifth down on the list. So I don't know. Um, the henchmen, all bad stereotypes. It's all cliches. Um, when I when I was watching the movie, I'll, I'll finish. I'll finish with this thought. When I was watching the movie, it's really good. Isn't it? I felt like the movie was. It, there was no part of the movie that was created to be original, or um, original is not even the right word to be artistic expressions. It was, there was no point to it other than to make money. We all know Hollywood makes films because they make money. But lots of films, and we were talking about The Shining earlier, people made that movie because they wanted to do something special. They wanted, they had some artistic juices flowing. They wanted to do a book justice. They wanted to do a story justice. Venom felt like from the beginning of the screenwriting to the very last credit, nobody gave a shit about our artistic expression. They, it was purely made to make money. And I think that comes across when you're watching it. There's just nothing original. It just feels like a stamp, like Hollywood is stamping these. And it's not, I'm not going to say comic book movies, but these sort of action adventure movies. Bam, bam, stamp, stamp, stamp. And I'm just bored. I'd just rather watch some, some shit from the 80s where I felt like the director took pride in the movie instead of being directed by the studio. 
and to make money. So Venom gets a waste of time. Dang. That would be a waste of time. Were you surprised, Tony? No. Of course not. Yeah, right. I, I, I find it hilarious though, that it fucking took him this long to watch it, and then when he finally watched it, he hated it. <laughs> He's better off not even finishing it. I didn't it. hate it. I just was bored to tears with it. Yeah, but what did you say last week? You're like, this is a terrible movie, but I'll what give it a like, he's, he's He's saying like, oh, you know, artistic movies and, you know, you, the, you think Venom is something that's going to come from the Met? Like, it's not an artistic no, movie. But, it's but I'll fun. say this. It's I'll like, hey, this. let's go to when a first... let's go to a titty show, and you're like, I'm so bored with titties. <laughs> Come on, man, give me a break. It's just when I watched the first Avengers. Yeah, when I saw my first titty, I, I was... It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I still like them. I still go yeah, watch them. For life, but I, I do too. I do too. And every once in a while, I watch a comic book movie or an action adventure movie, and I like it because it brings something new. Mm. new to the table. It's been a while. I think Doctor Strange was was cool. I thought, I remember watching that, going, "Wow, this is pretty neat. This is fun. This is this is a real adventure." This was, you know, his powers and the way that they directed that to the viewer. I thought worked really well. So you loved it. That's what you're saying. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. I thought it was it was it, it was entertaining, uh, not just a Doctor Strange. I think his new movie is gonna be like, oh, I hated this movie. He goes, you know, but it's gonna be a Slater because it was well shot. You know, the script was by uh, Andrew Kevin Walker and it was directed by David Fincher. So I'm gonna give it a pass. Well, yeah, if anything Fincher touches his hands on, it's gonna be comedy. It's going to be comedy. It's going to be a this fucking guy. You fucking, masterpiece. You fucking lush. Go have another drink. Oh my I'm God. not done with this one, bitch. So do I even bother asking for the top movies in the box office? I'm afraid to ask. Fuck yeah, you do. Should I review John Wick 3 again? Because I took my dad to see it last night. Hey. Nice. What does your dad think? It's like fine wine. He, he, oh, dude. He, that movie is a fucking dad movie, right? That's a straight up, like... You come over to the house like, hey, Dad, what's up? What's going on? You want to watch a movie? We're going to watch John Wick 3. I didn't know he hadn't watched part one and two. So, Oh, shit. <laughs> but it didn't really oh, matter. Nice. They touch up on, you know, they mentioned the puppy from part one. And the guy from part two, the bad guy, San Antonio, whatever his name was. Yeah, he's dead. He's a dead corpse in part two. And they mentioned it. So they do a good story. They do a good job covering the first two. So you really don't need to watch them. If you honestly, you know, I mean, it's just cool, too. Like if you just walked in the third like he did. He loved it, cool. you know. You know who else went with us? Crew. He really loved it. Yeah. Nice. He'd give it a Slater. He walked in the theater and he goes, "Hey, Dad, I think I'm the only kid here." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you are." I was like, "You know what? You you um you walked in you walked in as a young boy into John Wick three. You left, you <laughs> he left, left being a man. man." And he's like, "You know, you you walked out with hair in your chest. You you know, you you a man now. You can watch anything. You know." It's not really that. There's no real sexy stuff. And there's only like maybe two, three curse words, and the violence fucking cartoony, right? So it's like it's nothing you don't see in video games or whatever. I'm thinking we watched RoboCop at how old, right? I mean, we turned out all right. Oh, I was ten years old. I was. Oh, see, fuck yeah, age, I was watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, he was loving it. I mean, we've all seen it, right? Or hardly haven't seen it yet. What's that? I haven't seen it. 
Oh, you haven't seen either? Okay, yeah. good. I was going to steal some skills. So, okay. Let's just say a lot of oohs and ahs from him. <laughs> a lot of giggles. Mm. <laughs> uh, certain scenes. Uh, you know who'd really like it too, crew? Or Tony, they got to call him crew again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> your, dad, your dad, Tony. Yeah. A lot of dog action, if you know what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's just it's just really cool the way they're 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 using the movie. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't think you've seen the trailer, right? No. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I, I might have said too much then. Let's just say I've heard. I, 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 uh, Holly Berry. She talked about you know on uh, Hot Ones. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. So okay. They kind of revealed that you know there's a dog, and I was like, okay, all right, all right, shut up, stop talking about it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 badass. My my dad really dug those too. Cool. And I asked crew, what's your favorite scene? He goes. The dog scenes. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, so okay, cool. Um, yeah, he's having a good old time. Um, and it's funny, he's already seen all. He's one day he came home and he had already he was watching. He was finishing the second one. Dang, it's all on Apple TV. I was like, hey, you finished part two? He's like, yeah. He starts giggling. I was like, oh, well, he's ten. He's in that age, I guess. Whatever, you know. Um, like I said, we were watching so much fucked up shit. Yeah, we were watching. I mean, I was watching. Uh, I remember that scene with. Uh, um, Sharon Stone and Schwarzenegger at the beginning of the movie. Total Recall. Yeah, yeah. She leans. She undresses her bra ass and leans back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's just say the tape was wore out on that part, boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that story about Donaldo having his fucking. He wanted to see Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct. Mm-hmm. He had his mom rent it. Mm-hmm. And huh? So he knew what he was doing. Little fucking pervert <laughs> and then guess what after he watched it his mom watched it the next day <laughs> she yelled at him saying, this is why you wanted me to rent it <laughs> right uh, you know but we were watching fucked up action stuff my man mcp over here was fucking deep in the porn way back when early he days he got started early yeah he was mad early on that and then when the internet came out told him, i don't know how you uh didn't go blind you know what i'm saying you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we all know what we're saying. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm saying. I'm talking to code. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know. So, like, he's 10. He can you know, handle it. So, um, yeah. It was just pretty funny. He was just, he just felt so excited, you know. He's like, uh, I'm the only kid here. I'm like, yeah, pretty much. And he's like, did they stop him? Rated R? I was like, no, nah, we had a... We had a trench coat, and he was standing on my dad's shoulder. So he just looked like a tall man. Oh, that shit again! Yeah, and we yeah. we took his long hair and put it over his nose and his chin, so like he had a beard. They uh they let him walk right in. It was like, "Hey, doing, sir?" Little rascal style. So that was uh, that was pretty. That was a good time. It was, it was just cool. It was like three generations of us, you know, my dad, me, yeah, and crew, and we cool. went to go see it. Kind of special. And I go to crew. You know, one day when uh, when uh, you're old, you're you know you're all grown up, and you take your kids to their first radar movie, you can go back and be like, you know what, my dad took me to see my first radar movie with John Wick three, and it was awesome. And he will be talking to his kids in the theater, right? And I'm like, guess what, crew? I'll be two seats over. And I'm like, huh? What'd you say? <laughs> this movie, like, we're watching John Wick thirty set part thirty seven or something. You know, he's like an android now, and. uh I'm like, hey, kids, you guys know the time I took crew to see John Wick 3? like, yes, Grandpa. You tell us all the time. I'm like, all right, just so you know. It's the first radar movie. <laughs> so, you know, he just got a kick out of that. So I'm like, yeah. So I don't think I ever got shown a radar movie as a kid in the theater. I, I can remember. Did you guys? Were you guys lucky enough? So, repeat the question. I'm sorry. Uh, if if, oh, if your uh, dad took you to see an R-rated movie in the theater. 
Uh, I'm sure my dad took me to see a lot of Rush. I saw Terminator 2 in the theater. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, I saw, obviously, the first Batman in theater. Motherfucker, uh, I said rated R. Yeah, well, that should, be, should have been rated R. You say uh, Batman should have been rated R. 1989. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the fucking movie's heavy. What are you talking about? In today's day and age, that shit would have been rated R. Tony, where's your what the what's your verdict on that? Eighty nine Batman. I don't know. I, pr- I slept through the movie. You what? I said I slept through it. I don't remember it. This fucking guy. Why would you even ask him? I know. I I tell him all of them. There are three of us, you know. We're the bad boys. Yeah. Well, bad boy sleeps through Batman. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. Right. Um. Yeah, my dad took me to a lot of a lot of rated R movies. Right on. What about you, MCB? I don't recall. I don't recall. Yeah. Mm. Why were you asleep? He was too busy sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how that jerk and all puts you to sleep afterwards. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? <laughs> Box office mojo. I'm going to read uh, just the first paragraph because damn, uh, maybe straight to it, huh? Don't even. It's interesting. <laughs> Yo, one note. One note. Bam <laughs> for the jack off joke. Um, it was another disappointing weekend for a pair of new sequels as both Sony's Men in Black International and Warner Brothers Shaft. Who the fuck knew they made a sequel to Shaft? Well, if you were or, in the theater, you would have known you'd seen it. Oh, real quick, I got to say, that fucking theater was packed with people seeing John Wick 3 on its like oh. only week, five, fifth week out. Dude, that theater oh. was packed. What's crazy is I went to, I checked two other theaters to get a ticket for like the seven o'clock showing. Uh, and all the two the two theaters I checked with reserved seating, they were almost all filled up. They only had a couple in the front. And I'm like, this is its fucking fifth week, and it's still pulling in cat money. I'm like, not much though. It only made it's, it's number oh, eight, yeah. six point one. Well, still, it's still hanging in there. Yeah. But so anyways, it's fifth week and it's still up there. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Of course, uh, Avengers is number eleven. It's been in there for two months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but look how much it, uh, John Wick's already made though. Uh, John Wick 3 has made $148 million domestically. Yeah. Aladdin in four weeks has made. God, I just saw that. God damn. $263 million. Unbelievable. But it's a disappointing weekend. Uh, it's, it's another disappointing weekend. Shaft were unable to reach even the slimmest of studio expectations. Heading into the weekend, the weekend is down significantly compared to last year when Incredibles two bowed with another Shaft movie. Nobody, I like but Hollywood thought they could make money. You know what so, they fucked up? You know what they what? fucked up? Yeah, they, they didn't, didn't get what's his name to direct. They didn't, oh, you, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't bring fucking Peoples back. Peoples, where's Peoples? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiger Woo, Tiger Woo. I like him. Fucking shooting that what they get wild you for, ass huh? Westworld. Income tax invasion? I think they got people. The five rules I'm known. They got Method the, Man uh, in it. It's crazy. They literally just, they didn't do anything to the title. It's literally called Shaft. I know. Not even no, Shaft 2. Not no even Shaft like the, no, the, the like, S could have been the 2. <laughs> Toft. Taft. <laughs> They're seriously named Shaft. So when you look up Shaft and IMDb, how many to come up? You get two. Uh, obviously, and, and then Shaft Two says oh, more you, Shaft than you can handle. Oh boy, that Thanks was there. Tony saw Shaft, but it was a different Shaft. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I feel like me and you always find that joke funny, Tony's not laughing over there. <laughs> what are you watching porn right now, Tony? Put that shit down. <laughs> We're recording a podcast right now. Yeah, come on. Uh, so yeah, who knew Shaft yeah. was coming yeah. out? It debuted at number six to eight point million. That should be on DVD in two weeks. Here's the big one: Dark Phoenix debuted last week at number two, fell all the way to number four, only made nine million dollars on its opening on its second week. It's a seventy-two point six percent drop. Yeah, Disney's release of Fox's Dark Phoenix created in cratered in its second weekend, dropping a massive seventy two point six percent for an estimated nine million three day and a domestic gross that now. Tops you know why Dark 51. Phoenix sucked? You know why it sucked? Why? Because Wolverine wasn't in it. That's right. Looks this like is, a, is in it. Oh, there you go. Right, there you go. Get that right, Art? Huh? Throw Wolverine in that should have been top number one, three weeks running. It is the second largest weekend drop for a film playing in over 3,500 theaters Mm. in its second weekend. Mm. Only got beat out by Fifty Shades of Grey, which only had a 73.9. So um, it is tanking. Now, here's the thing. Disney just, just, they don't fucking stop. I mean, last week it was Aladdin. Then it's... And then, and, and then the week after that, it's because now they own Fox. Now they're doing fucking Dark Phoenix, right? Now they're doing the, 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 the X-Men movies. Guess what comes out next week? Toy Story. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's Charles fucking... comes out, too. Is that owned by Disney? No. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, but like... You see Disney... the promotional posters. You see fucking Chucky killing off all the Toy Story characters. Oh, Nice. Toys, uh, Disney is just releasing a movie every week. That's it's absolutely it's insane. Kind of, it's kind of not fair, right? Wait, they, so, yeah. so Disney owns Avatar now. Yeah. You know, I'm boycotting every Disney movie now. Fuck it. You can't if you want to go to the theaters. Oh shit! I gotta see Toy Story four though. Fuck. I think Tony, have you missed a Pixar movie in the theater? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have. Yeah, I've missed them. I haven't even seen some of the last ones. Yeah. I mean, you, you've seen all of them, right, Tony? I've seen everything but the Cars, I think Cars 2 and 3. Okay. You, you even seen good, you've, you've even seen Good Dinosaur? Yeah. Wow. Pretty sure I talked about it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you have. It's a lot of episodes, dude. It's hard to remember that. Yeah. Sorry. What episode are we on this week? 457. There you go. <laughs> Just say. So anyways, that's your top five. Word up. No music, Tony? I haven't had music for that in a long time. What's your playlist? Hit play. Tony's mad. Yeah, why is he mad, Tony? Uh, I'm just tired. That just hit me. Uh, I'm done. Oh, you guys talk. I'll just record like... like like Talk it was meant Chernobyl. to be. Talk about Chernobyl then. Uh, Chernobyl, yeah, it was good. You should watch it. <laughs> there you go. I'd buy that for a dollar. Nice. That's an endorsement I've ever heard one. Jeez. <laughs> Does it make you mad watching it, Tony? Uh, so I did talk about it. Yes. Yeah, you talked about the first, like, first half of it or so. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so it pays off the the oh. emotional roller coaster you go through. It it pays off at the end. Okay. Um, yeah, it just does a really good job of getting you to think about all the little details that they encountered that you just never would think about. Um, and it's a it's it it well, also has opener. that that um, social commentary side of things. Mm-hmm. You know, like the co- you know things that are being how things get covered up, how things get buried, how governments try to protect themselves, and the whole political game that countries play with each other. Like, oh, we don't want them to know about this. We want to we want to look good in the eyes of of the world. So you know, we, we don't want to talk about that and. Um, it, it's just, it's a good story about the social commentary side of it while also being a good story about what happened, you know, and, and the shit that they went through while, while still keeping it. Um, and they, and they talk about the, the, the details the causes, the physics behind things without getting too lost in it. You know, it, it could easily go get too smart. And you're like, wait, you got to pause it and go look up in a, you know, got to look it up online. Like, what, what, what is, what do those, you know, terms mean? But it does a good job of of keeping everything um, digestible. So, oh, right on. Yeah. Do you think it um, is more poignant now with the whole Russia and knowing what we know about Russia? Um, maybe. And just how corrupt the country is. It not ex no not exactly. Because it, it was it 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 didn't highlight the corruption, like you didn't really see corruption. You just saw hubris at the country level. Oh, you know, like it's it wasn't that they were corrupt. It's just they didn't they had they had an ego. You know, the USSR at the time yeah. did not want to get look embarrass themselves in the yeah. stage of the world, and so. That is what caused their problem. It wasn't a I'm trying to line my pockets type of move. It was a don't want anyone to see that, you know. Just covering it up. Yeah, they're just covering it up. So, no. yeah, for me, it was more um, it, it, because I've been I've been, re- you know, been reading about uh we're in the era of clean energy and um, Mm -hmm. we're trying to do alternative energy and we're trying to get away from fossil fuels and global warming and blah, blah, blah. And like, well, why not nuclear power? Like why not? And people point to nuclear power being dangerous and they point to Chernobyl, you know? And so that's, that's, well, they point to what just happened in Japan a few years ago. And Japan. Exactly. Like that's, that's people point to it. And so that's where it is relevant. Um, in that, well, and it, in that and conversation. The, and the more um, the guaranteed issue is what do you do with all this nuclear waste? All sure. the nuclear waste is radioactive and they just bury it in in hills and mines. Yeah, that's just not put something concrete they... caskets and they just bury it and it's like, but it don't go away. <laughs> that's it. not something that is uh, touched on in the show. Um, but it is, you know, it is a real, real world concern. Yeah. Yeah. That we've just literally, literally been sweeping under the rug, just Mm -hmm. burying it in the desert. Oh, that's yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I want to watch. Is it really heavy? Like I've read. 
It's heavy. It's absolutely, it's, it's definitely heavy. Um, but it was, it, it, it's it, right up Harley's, it's, it should be right up your alley. It is. Well, it is up my alley. I'd love to watch it, but I gotta convince Chris to watch it. Well, Lainey liked it, and they seem to have similar, at least, distaste, you know, when we watch <laughs> <For everything. laughs> So yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Oh, with the Russian accent. With the too, Russian right? accent. Yeah. All right. There you fucking have it. Here you go. Man, oh, man. Go. Wow. So are you going to review it for us next week? Uh, Probably not. Okay. All right. Fair enough. We'll go watch another uh, another comic book movie. Another season of Shameless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we're on season seven now. Oh Jesus Christ! Come on, man. Oh. I'm telling you, you just got to give it a try. Just give it. I, a yeah, try. I have watched I tried. a couple episodes, but I didn't. Just... I, I, I can. Uh, you got to start from the beginning. You I started start first the episode. Didn't like it. See, I said these funka, fucking delinquents. Yeah. I did not like them. Oh, they're delinquents on a whole new level. Yeah. Good job. Let's see. Okay. All right. Well, cool. Let's get into the homework then, right? Let's do it. All right. I had one for that. Show's a little movie. What's that? I said I had one for that one. Yeah, exactly. Right on point, baby. So check it out. We... So yeah, I chose the new movie by uh, Harmony Corrine, who uh, wrote and directed this. A rebellious stoner named Moondog lives life by his own rules. And you got Matthew McConaughey, Snoop Dogg, Isla Fisher. And I kept forgetting all the other cameos that were in there. It just kept cracking me up when more and more would show up. Fucking we got Martin Jimmy Lawrence. Buffett, Martin Lawrence, Zach Efron. So this guy like Reed's boy. It's got our boy Martin Lawrence. Jonah Hill. Hill. The fucking like Jimmy. Uh, what's that fucking bird? Foghorn Leghorn talking. Like, oh, man. Snoop Dogg is lingerie. His name is lingerie. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey just in this fucking role of this like full on Lebowski mode, like just mad yeah. joke could come in, like. But it was probably nothing, Tony, because you know he's playing drunk, so it wasn't really acting. We, you know. I I got a feeling it was a pretty easy performance for Matthew. Oh, I had I'm a feeling that. that's exactly what Harley would say. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so were you guys fans of his other movies? Kind of hit or miss. Okay. I think he's a talented uh, director. Um, Spring Breakers, I liked. It was kind of light enough, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just kind of crazy enough. Obviously, Fonzo, you turned me on to kids back when we were fucking kids. <laughs> and I remember watching it in uh, you yeah, know, you late were. 90s and being like, wow, that movie's fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember not caring for Gummo, just kind of too... Oh, yeah, that was a little... Just a little... little little weird <laughs> um, I never saw trash humpers yeah me neither. Mr. Lonely never saw uh, wait a second why do I not see kids under his direction because well, he, he not oh he didn't direct he kids. It, yeah oh well that doesn't fucking count what do you mean didn't count well he didn't count as the director I thought he directed kids. Uh-huh. 
anyways, kind of hit or miss. Um, you know, I think uh, uh, Spring Breakers, I think, was pretty good. And I think you see he tried to take what worked with that movie and kind of run with it in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it worked in some in some degrees, some aspects. Um, you know, he got Matthew McConaughey to play this just drunk stoner who he's really a villain. He's really just a horrible human being <laughs> in the movie. Um, but you empathize with him sort of like you, 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 you can't not like him. So uh, that's a success from a filmmaking standpoint. When, when the main character is a douche that you root for kind of thing, you know, no, you cannot <laughs> like him. I did not like him, but yeah. you can like his, approach to things like things are going to be okay like it's kind of laid back attitude kind of thing that's like that permeated the whole movie it was that approach to everything was eh, it's all good you know like that was an endearing quality he made the worst of it you know and, and you know did he did horrible horrible behaviors and did did things to people that um, you wouldn't want to do to people, you know. So it's it's easy to not like him as a person, but you know that philosophy of his was like, yeah, that, that's that's you know the whole Jimmy Buffett thing. That's that seems yeah. fun. Why not? Let's enjoy every moment of life. Why not? That sounds fun. I'm down. It, it is interesting. It, it um it sort of gl- glamorizes it or glorifies it at the very beginning. But then you see how the unsustainabilityness of it, and you know he's a wash, he's a hasman. I will say, obviously, we don't, I don't need to spoil the movie. Um, the ending is is very um, uh, kind of unexpected, um, <laughs> and and I was okay with it. Like at first, I was kind of like, no, you can't do this, and then when it did, I was like, eh, I'll forgive it. Kind of thing. I I was okay with how it ended. So, um, yeah, he's got a very unique eye. He's just you know very cool color palette he uses. Um, and uh, and yeah, yeah, you can tell he's just having a good time, and he gets to play like I said, stoner or drunk, just walking around like no care in the world, wearing his UGG boots and uh, and and just. Fuck, like just giving shit to like her daughter's husband, like fiance. Oh, that's fucking so hilarious! Weird. The weird thing about the movie, though, it's like um, it doesn't. It's just a day in the life of this character. But if you like, if you like, don't like him, it's gonna be a little hard watch. Um, and Harmony Koreans are probably like a certain taste. Like if you know that that person's name, you're obviously a um, uh, type of cinephile that likes those kind of movies, so you're already aware of this movie, and we're looking forward to it. So and that. Since if you're a fan of his work, you're probably going to enjoy it. Um, Isla Fisher's always awesome to watch on screen, so just because she's smoking hot, yeah, exactly. You can watch it now for five minutes was pretty fantastic. So it's like, wow, that's that's awesome. He gave me that. Zach Efron just was pretty funny in the part. He's a really talented actor. I mean, oh, here we go. We uh, I'm just saying. Read I'm read. on his day. I know. I know. I'm on his day. Um, like, I think he's a talented actor, considering you know, obviously, what he made his name for. Um, but I thought he was really good in it. It's, you know, him and Martin Lawrence are essentially oh, that shit. When he came on, dude, that was just great. Like, like I totally forgot <laughs> he was in it. And Captain Wreck was his name. 
Captain Whack. Oh, Whack, that's right. Oh, my gosh, that was just great. Let's go swim with the dolphins, though. Captain Whack. So good. Yeah, I mean, it's just weird, though, right? It doesn't really, like, there's no real, like, narrative or good story structure. It just kind of goes, you know, it's really, it's like an hour and 35. It's not too long. It's almost I like the comedy, so it's like, okay, yeah, like, it's almost like a bunch of like shorts tied together. Like he get he, you know, his relationship with Zach Efron, or you know, his call with Jonah Hill. It's like, no, you know, you can go ahead. It's, there's no relationship development. These are moments in time. Yes, correct. That's it. You know, and like, they feel it. He, all of his relationships are are uh, what did uh, Brad Pitt say in Fight Club? Um, uh, single serving friends, single serving friends right. you know, it's, it's, it's all just come and goes, you know, he genuinely cares for these people, but he forgets about them the second they're, they're gone, you know, because um, truth be told, he's a narcissist. Um, so, um, but there's something magical about, there's something compelling, magical. there's something compelling about watching it. And I think it's largely just because the talent you know, that we're watching, we're watching Matthew McConaughey play a character that he's done before, more or less. And, and like, like you kind of point out, like he's not a likable character, but at the same time, I'm enjoying him interact with, with all these people. And, uh, he, he doesn't have any malice in his heart. Um, he's just kind of clueless. I mean, obviously he's selfish, you know, he's, he's, He's kind of looking out for his own best interest, so to speak. But, right. um, you know, he gets the pass because he's like a genius or something, like a genius poet. Well, he was a writer. He got lucky right. with some book or something. But then he's married to Isla Fisher, who's rich, and so, um, yeah, that's that's kind of the the main idea. We didn't even talk about what the story is about. Um, Moon Dog is this uh, kind of washed up writer. He's a has been, uh, but he lives a very uh, uh, what's the word when you hedonistic lifestyle, mm. but largely on Isla, Fish, Isla Fisher's dime. She's rich. Doesn't say how she gets her money. Uh, they're in Florida, like the keys, like, you know, Miami beach, Florida. And he just fucking parties. He just smokes, drinks, does whatever he possibly can. You know, he's a serial cheater. Um, and they're always exp- Expecting him to write his next, uh, his not a novel. He, he writes like uh, poetry, right? And um, but he's such a loser. He can't. He can't really write. It. He runs around with a fucking typewriter to fucking to write <laughs> the, to write the his poems. Mm-hmm. So and then something tragic happens. So he kind of goes in a little tailspin. Um, it creates kind of a little consequence to his behavior. Um, you know, and so, um, so he goes on a road trip kind of thing. Um, and then he runs into the Zac Efron and Martin Lawrence and runs into Snoop at the end there, which is a good show. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, it ends up being a, uh, an okay watch. It's not great. Um, you know, I think I'd probably rewatch Spring Breakers before I rewatched this. I don't know that Spring Breakers is a better film. Um, but I'll have fairly fond memories of the beach bum. So it gets a dollar ultimately for me. All right. 
buy that for a dollar. Yeah, like I'm with you. I wasn't bored at all. Like I said, it's super short. It's entertaining yeah. for what it is. I probably wouldn't rewatch it again anytime soon. You know, like I said, like, and it's hard to recommend because Harmony. He's just kind of. Um, a distinctive taste, you know, like you have to kind of watch these other movies and see if you're going to enjoy them. Um, but I, I mean, the, like you said, performances are great. Um, the worst part is probably Zach Efron. He's the worst. Oh, nobody likes him. Fucking makes me sick. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like I said, I want to throw in the, the rating factor of, you know, will I watch it again or can I recommend it? Uh, I don't know. No, no, but I, I did enjoy it while I was watching it. So it's not like, like, well, that was fucking. That's that waste. That sucked. I didn't like any of that. So I don't really have a problem with uh, um, the direction. I'm mean, like I said, I liked the way it looked. And Matt McConaughey was funny. Snoop Dogg was great in this. Like, just I don't know if he's ad-libbing a lot, but he was really good in this. Um, I read. I think I read something that he 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 brought a lot of originality to the table. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm also giving it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Well, I could appreciate the drug fueled hedonistic lifestyle. I did. I, 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 I had trouble liking them. Like I, I got. I like. I like the idea of yeah. Everything. Everything's gonna work out. Okay. Like just. It's okay. But the things that he did, the things that happened around him, and and he played like Matthew McConaughey, whatever the fuck. Uh, <laughs> He he played the character well, but the character never went through any arc, never went through... He just was the same character from beginning to end. The same. Yeah, or, he, he yeah never changed. I, I, it's a good point. He, he, you didn't see what Scooby and the gang found him and took his mask off? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. He didn't like because, oh, he doesn't grow up, so to speak. Right. Yeah. He never grew up. He never learned a lesson. He always got away with everything. Yeah. No matter who fun. got hurt or what happened, he got away with it. And and it was the same the same attitude carried him through and he was pretty much rewarded for it. Um and that just left the you know, uh sour taste in my mouth. Um sure. And, and like I, I could, I could enjoy some of the scenes. Like, yeah, that's the you know that party looks fun. <laughs> I'd like to, I like to party with him. Right. You know, it's like if I met him at a party, he seems like he'd be a fun dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it. You know, uh, I, I, yeah, I didn't feel a lot of enjoyment as I watched it. I think I was more depressed with that the level uh, that he would sink to, um, and. Than how he treated people around him, um, even though he never saw it, he never saw how, you know, how how it affected how his behaviors affected people. Um, so yeah, so for, I, yeah, for me it was a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. Right. Yeah, if you have like a moral problem with him, right? Yeah, I could see. You're not you yeah. would not feel satisfied at the end right. of this movie. That's kind of like like let me ask you, Tony. If the end was 180 degrees different from what we saw, would you have been more okay with the movie? Maybe, yeah. yeah. Like, it, like if, like if the movie brought a, a message, like it was, it yeah. would have made it would have made all the shit that you see mm-hmm. worth it. You know, it's it like okay, price, so there it speak. is, right? You know, 
But is he a kind of guy like he's old enough to? Is he? Will he never change? Right. That's what the movie shows. It's like you don't have to change. It'll work out for you if you yeah. just. I, I, keep it's a very valid point, and it's know? it's tough. Um, because yeah, you you don't want to see that happen in real life, kind of thing. Um, but at the same time, it probably does. <laughs> true. I mean, let's review. Let's review the next movie. I mean, that's that's true. Yeah. It, you know, it, it I probably, mean, uh, the, well, the yeah. cigarette companies are not, nobody ever went to jail. Uh, and, then, and, and I mean, motherfuckers. Maybe that's the message. You know, maybe the message is yeah. this happens all the time. We got some rich, crazy fuck who, you know, mm-hmm. just d- lives this kind of lifestyle, and uh, and it happens. You know, shit happens around him. People get hurt around him, but right. he's still enjoying himself. Well, fuck that. I don't know. I don't endorse it. <laughs> it's crazy. It was like a documentary of Tony's life. Buddy. I was going to say, wasn't that him walking around UDC <laughs> that's that weekend? That's like, right. That's why, like... that's why I don't like it. It's, like, uh... it hits, too, hits too close to home. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, kids. Don't do drugs. That's it. <laughs> School's out for the summer. All right, all right, all right. So let's see how they did. Oh, Where we at point wise? This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. <laughs> Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Those are funny art. And... Donaldo. This is Nalo. Good luck, everyone. Anyone's ball game, right, guys? So, uh, if y'all recall, Angie scored two points last week. Okay. Uh, in total, she scored two points. She's, uh, but she still's in the lead at fifteen points. That no good, dirty breed from New Zealand. He's in second with thirteen. <laughs> Donaldo has eleven, and Art's got eight. All right. Let's find out how it changes. Hello. I'm calling you guys from San Francisco. Uh, thank God I remembered. It's been a crazy day. Uh, survived a first plane ride with both the boys, so thank God for that. Uh, let's see how we do on the way back in several days. But anyway, I'm calling you from Fisherman's Wharf. In San Francisco, I hope you guys are having a fabulous Father's Day, all of you. Um, so calling in the homework for the beach bum. Um, this one's a little tough because I haven't seen it, but uh, if Charlie picked it, I'm going to say he's going to give it a dollar. Hmm. Bonzo's going to give it a dollar, and I think NCP is going to give it a waste of time. Oh, oh, damn. Dynamite's come back. Swinging, I know no accent, but still scores four points. Even though she fucking messed up the pick, she thought I picked it. <laughs> oh, that's my fault. What? No, because uh, I left. I, I I put the wrong names in um, when I posted oh. it on the site. Okay, I put that Harley picked the beach bum, and I picked the insider. Because a copy paste error from last week or yeah. from the prior week. 
Anyway, no problem. Yeah. Um, wow, she knew Tony. She knew she knew Tony. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because it's it is him. It's his movie. She knew he was going to give it a waste of time. You know what? You know uh, why she knew? It, was, it, was it wasn't enough EDM. It wasn't authentic enough. <laughs> it wasn't enough EDM. <laughs> that, that <laughs> tropical music. Give me some headbangers. Oh damn that that gave her some points, huh? Yeah, it did. Yeah, I patted her lead. All right. All right, all right, all right. It's your homeboy Art calling in with this week's assignment. I'm not gonna do Matthew McConaughey impersonation because Reed fucking Wilson's got a lockdown on that shit. So <laughs> eh, there's no point in me fucking doing it. But anyways, hope you guys are having a great Father's Day. And here we go. Who picked what? I think Harley. I think you guys got these mixed up on my app. I believe MCP picked <clears throat> the Beach Bum with Matthew McConaughey. And right away, I, I've been hearing this movie's. I think been just delayed, delayed, delayed. Like it's been like three years in the can. They haven't released it. And looked oh. it up. Is that shitty ass director Harmony Corrine or Corrine? He just this guy's back from the nineties when made kids, and this guy's just fucked up in the head. I. It's automatic waste of time when I saw it. But let's see what the guys thought. I'm going to say Harley for sure. He's like, fuck, I don't know. He might like it. He might be a little amused by it. But I'm going to say waste of time. I'm going to say Fonzo. He has a taste. I'm going to say he gave it a dollar. And NCP, he's on to sorts of weird shit. I think I think he's going to like it. He does the rave scene. He might have seen some of these beach bum dudes around. So he gave it a dollar. So waste of time for Harley, dollar for Fonzo, and dollar for MCP. That's a tough one. That was yeah. one point. His heart was in the in the game, but he kept kept swinging and missing. Yeesh. One point. Mm. Ouch. I don't see anything That's about the uh, delay on release in uh, Wikipedia. Oh, maybe he's right. In May 2017, Neon acquired distribution rights to the film. It had its world premiere at South by Southwest in March 2019. So, yeah, that's like two years later. <laughs> Damn. Um, that's interesting why, yeah. I got, why I got locked up like that. Interesting. I mean, it happens all the time. Bad Boys Podcast. It's Snoop D-O-double-G. Oh, damn. <laughs> you thought he was going to do Matthew McConaughey. Stone New Zealander. Yeah, that's right. I had a blast with this film. Y'all, me and Matthew McConaughey, we, we, we stay on set and we had a blast. And then, you know, after filming was done, we Ooh. Yabba dabba. Dude. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but anyways, uh, what the bad boy is going to give this film this week? Well, uh, Harley, he's going to give this film a dollar. And Tony? Well, he's going to give this film a dollar. 
And Fonzo, oh, well, Fonzo, he's gonna give this film a dollar. That's right, boys. Certified D. <laughs> Certified D. So smooth, like that guy. He's so smooth. Like, you can see why the ladies go after him, you know? For real. Certified D. <laughs> the D O double G. The D O double D. <laughs> That's funny. Way to go, Reed. Oh, I know. Fan fucking tested. Well, unfortunately, he only got one point. Or two with the accent. Uh, no, he got... I thought he got three. He got three. Yeah, because both of you and me gave it a dollar. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. It's a nice. Nice of the see. Doing the accent health. Yeah. Extra point. Yeah, he's a, he's still he's only three points three points behind. Anyone's ball game? What's up, bad boys? Happy Father's Day to all the dads here. Got to make this short because uh, I'm still at my dad's. Anyways, uh, on to the picks. Beach bum. I'm gonna say all three guys are gonna give it a dollar. Certified D. Certified me. <laughs> Not, make, it, another no. scoop dog over here rapping. <laughs> Thirteen. So he's three points behind Reed, and Reed's three points behind Angie. I, I don't need to talk about Art's points because <laughs> wow, does it really matter? <laughs> <laughs> we should have done that, Matt McConaughey, huh? Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. So, well, there you go. I mean, digging himself his own grave. Yeah, I mean, you know, a couple weeks, a couple, uh, I mean, you can turn it around. Absolutely. Uh, like I said, dude, it's just early. Come on. Don't give up. Don't give up. That's right. Never give up hope. That's right. Keep hope alive. <laughs> Down with dope. <laughs> up with hope. Down with dope. <laughs> oh, my God. I just looked up the quitter on IMDb instead of the insight. <laughs> Speaking of no quit. <laughs> she typed in the <laughs> This, there's four or five wait one two three four five five six movies as the quitter damn oh that's too fucking funny all right let's see who chose this one Harley I did this is actually Harley what you got? this is the correct uh I picked the insider uh written and directed by none other than Michael Mann yeah. um familiar with that guy i don't know if you ever heard of him uh i feel like every great movie he did was directed in the 90s and everything he did before and after the 90s was kind of mediocre <laughs> <laughs> uh this was a movie that he did uh i think it was the first movie he did after heat i think Heat was 97 if that's if i'm not mistaken uh, let me see here. Yeah, Heat was 95, so he did four years, and then he did The Insider. Then he did Ali. I haven't seen Ali again. I saw it once a long time ago. Collateral, we all liked. I actually thought Miami Vice was pretty good. I think it held up pretty well. Uh, wasn't a fan of Public Enemies or Black Cat. So. Uh, but anyway, so I saw The Insider a long time ago. It's a long film. Um, I could see why people could be bored 
with it. It is not an action flick. This is not a crime drama like Heat was. Um, but you have a lot of the same acting or the same actors. You got Al Pacino fucking crushing the screen. This is why Al Pacino is known for being one of the greatest living actors. He is so good in this. Um, Russell Crowe is very good. Christopher Plummer's Christopher Plummer is very good. Diane Venora. Uh, everybody's very good in this, but Al Pacino's on a whole nother level. Like he is just when he has those monologues, when he's yelling in the phone or yelling at somebody, you're just like, <gasps> you're like, you hold your breath when he talks, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, so you don't want to miss a piece of dialogue or something or, or whatever he's going to say. He, he, it's just, he's so good in that role. And I mean, um, yeah, you just see the talent come 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 from him. You know, uh, it's a, it's sad that he's so old now. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's like eighty. I mean, he's yeah. like sixty when he did this movie. Yeah. And he's twenty years old. So, um, so it it uh, it's basically it's a fictionalized account of a true story. Um, uh, something I read on Wikipedia said, uh, oh, the real um, um. Who does Christopher Plummer play? Um, Mike Wallace. Uh, Mike Wallace himself said the movie's about three quarters accurate to what really happened. So that's pretty good, right? I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's what we want in a true story, true biopic, right? You always want that. You always want yeah, that. exactly, exactly. And this is one of those movies where, ah, you know, the bad guy gets. I mean, obviously, the ending is there's some kind of like closure but at the same time you know it, it still hurts it's not this it's not a cut and dry like happy ending kind of thing mm-hmm. so i think that's good um and so it's based on um russell crowe's character jeffrey weigand who is a whistleblower for the tobacco industry and uh, he he is like a chemist and he comes out and and it was shortly after the whole congressional hearings where all the CEOs said that um, nicotine is an addictive. Nicotine is an addictive. They all perjured the fuck out of themselves because not only did they know nicotine was addictive, but they were putting more shit in the cigarettes to make them even more addicting. That's how fucking crooked these cocksuckers are. Right. So, um, but the movie really hits its stride when you realize what the tobacco industry is willing to do to shut this motherfucker up. Mm-hmm. And, and then it just becomes this kind of character piece. And then like kind of in the third act, it, it Pacino's character kind of becomes the main character. Um, and he's, the, he's the one who's, who's running around like a chicken with his head cut off, trying to get this interview released because Big Tobacco has put so much pressure on CBS and everything. They have so much money and so much power. I mean, they've fucking infiltrated the FBI kind of thing, you know? And um, and Russell Crowe's character, the real-life uh, whistleblower, he's not prepared for this. He has no idea. I mean, he kind of has a little bit of insight that, that his company's going to fuck him. Uh, but like everybody, he's a flawed human being. He made some mistakes in the past. And I think he underestimated how they were going to make him look. And so, um, 
Pacino's character is kind of running around trying to trying to clean up. Uh, they put out fires, and the movie ends up being a lot of people sitting around talking to each other, a lot of people talking on the phone. You know, a lot of that, and that could bore the shit out of a lot of modern audiences. And um, I get it. I get it. You know, it, it's hard. I, I watched it in two settings. Um, we watched about an hour and 40 minutes of it uh, the other night, and we finished it tonight. Uh, I could have finished it in one sitting, but I was getting tired. We typically watch our movies pretty late at night, and so, um, you know, having to work and stuff. But um, I think it's a really good movie that's not for everybody. A lot of people are just going to be like, yeah, I'm bored. Yeah, I know cigarettes are bad for you. Tell me something I don't know. <laughs> um, but considering when this took place in the mid-'90s, right. um, we still had this kind of like, um, I don't know, suspension of suspension of disbelief kind of thing. Um, so anyways, yeah, what did you guys think? I, have you I ever seen it before? I had never seen it, no. Okay, so it was homework for you. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Like I said, seeing Pacino and Michael Mann working together again was great. Just sitting on the phone, just yelling, you know, trying to get shit done. Mm-hmm. Was 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 it's always fun. That's going to be an automatic win. Seeing Russell Crowe in another uh, another form, another character like this was really refreshing too. Just showing, kind of showing his little range. Um, but uh, yeah, he, uh, he did well too. I had a feeling this if it was the insight, like just the title alone, and then reading about it. Um, I figured that like the the companies were gonna do some some you know just some shit to to anything that they're worried about because they're worried about him. I mean, it's, it's, they were like threatening him and stuff, and they even, oh yeah, like, death threats, yeah, they're, they're fucking they're... yeah. Um, those are real gangsters right there. <laughs> yeah, no shit, very good. It's the mob. I mean, it's essentially right. the mob. They take they're this. Money. They got the money. They can back up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it took me a while. I had to watch it a couple of sittings just because it was it was long. Mm-hmm. But uh, every time I watch it, I, I get hooked immediately again. It, it, like you said, it's a lot of talky. But if you um, if you don't mind that, you know, if you can do it, so uh, more power to you. But yeah, I I I, I enjoyed uh, those lines. Like when he fell down the grass and they take his computer and the camera was there, but he just couldn't keep it still. I was like, yo. Or when he was running with him, I was like, yo, you don't have to do that handheld feel. Like this camera's moving shit all all around. Just 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 I- be chill. I think man did what he could to kind of keep the movie as exciting as possible because it's obviously not a very exciting film. Yeah. Um, and so there's there's some moments where he's he's going to try to amp up the anxiety and the stress a little bit to keep you going. That was a scene, um, mm-hmm. I think, demonstrating that. Um, I think it works for the most part. I, I didn't have a problem with any of the cinematography or anything like that. Uh, I thought everything was shot really well, actually, you know. Um, but uh, yeah. Sorry. No, like I said, I I um I was entertained. Every like I said, every those segments that I watched, I I was cool with it. So um, uh, it just kind of I get not like uh, frustrating like Chernobyl would be. I, like I said, I don't know, I haven't seen it, but just the shit that this guy had to go through, you know, with um the the the, the threats about like his severance and his house and his and now his family, and then when shit does happen, it's like. It was. It is kind of infuriating, you know, um, but still entertaining because I, like I said, the whole time, like Michael Mann's look, Al Pacino is great. I mean, he's. God, I don't think I've. I mean, if he has bad performance, I've never seen him. I just always seen his cut one. So, um, <laughs> I, uh, 
I I'm gonna like it. I'm gonna give it a dollar. I was not prepared. All right, dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my mouse on the wrong screen, so I was like, oh. shit. I hate that when you're running multiple monitors and you're like trying to find your mouse, and so you move it really, really yeah. fast. So yeah. You can't see it. Yeah. Uh, normally, like when I can tell, like you guys are going to wrap up, I was like, okay, let me find it. Let me bring my mouse over. <laughs> I'm ready to push the button. We hear that hard next time. I'm like, yeah, so this was like, like uh, yeah. Dollar. <laughs> I hit him with it real quick. Uh, um, I was going to interject, but I was like, I got no energy to interject. Uh, <laughs> not And not to argue, but to add to the idea of Harley was saying that, you know, there's a lot of talking and there is. That's most of the movies talking. There's, there's not that much action. You can program to it. You could, but I the dialogue I I is compelling. There's not a lot of fluff if you're paying yeah. attention to all the shit that's going on and the the twists and turns of the legal system of of how yeah. how did how, how he gets stuck. There's there's it's a maze that you have to you know weave your way through and then you end up getting stuck between a rock and a hard place and you have to choose and that is really compelling because um, it's real that happened you know they, they he had to choose between. Um, something that he feels is right versus something that could harm his family. Uh, but Matthew McConaughey had to choose. No, he didn't. And Beach Bum, he, had to, he didn't make a choice. He, and chose, he, him, he chose himself at every turn. <laughs> every turn. Yeah, talk about the opposite of the character. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, this this one was... Uh, and, and, and talking about the uh, cinematography, that's the first thing I noticed. Like... I was like, why is the camera all up in his face? It's like, pull away. What the fuck? Like, something's wrong. Like, okay. And, and I was in. Like, okay, what's this? What is this camera angle trying to tell me about the mental state of this person? You know, as, yeah. as it's like tight, tight on, on Crow's face. Um, and like, you could tell that he gets home and he's not talking to his family and his wife. I'm like, oh man, so, something fucking happened. I mean, obviously he got fired. He doesn't want to talk about it. Like, I was in like the the cinematography cinematography and the camera work for me pulled me right in because I was I was immediately trying to figure out trying to get in this guy's head like what's his mental state they're trying to tell me something and I watched it all in one sitting it was it was it was a great it was a great run for me uh, I was very entertained um, it 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 is pretty long it is one of those. Uh, talky dialogue heavy um dramas that if you're not into the not not politics but the the bureaucracies of big companies and how how they can fuck you (laughs) it's uh that's that's what it highlights it's that's it's a story about you know the little man versus the the companies the big companies And yeah, I, I dug it. It was it was good shit, and and um, eye opening. Like I mean, you know, you have an idea. You know, the big companies are are kind of dicks. You know, <laughs> they they have no heart. But just you, the way, the lengths that they would go to, um, and well, the hypocrisy of they say one thing out of one side of their mouth while doing something completely different yeah. internally. Like that was I was like. 
that they like you're saying they claim yeah no it's not it's not a drug it's not addicting while internally taking advantage of the, of the fact they know it's an addictive you chemical and not only that but capitalizing on it and making developing ways investing money lots of money on our research and development to enhance how those drugs how the how the drug yeah. is taken i was like holy shit that that's a that's a deep way deeper level of corruption and fuck up yeah, shit, shit. well it's interesting i love the scene where i i wish i could go back to it i quote it um but uh, they're talking and i don't I can't even remember if it was pacino's character talking to russell crowe but he was saying because it's so the truth is so serious the consequence is so severe kind of mm, thing because he was right. like why is this happening to me and it's like because what you have is a huge fucking deal and he was talking to like plumber's character or something like that it was it was a weird kind of it wasn't supposed to be a major kind of line or plot you know um it was the most fluffiest of fluff scenes but like you pointed out there's no fluff in the scene in the fluff of the movie right. but but he's kind of he's kind of explaining the fact that they're willing kind of to go this far is why it's so important right. kind of thing so yeah exactly you yeah. fight harder for the things that are really important that stay safe yeah yeah exactly yeah. so um, yeah i guess a high high dollar i would actually watch the movie again especially with somebody that's never seen it, you know, um, which is crazy. Cause it's one of those movies where you, once you watch it, you never watch it again kind of thing. Um, but if you ever want to fucking see Al Pacino act his ass off, this is, this is a really good example. Absolutely. I'd buy that for a dollar. So that was for Harley. Um, the other side of things is that it, 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 um, gives you a, a little bit of insight in journalism and how it how mm. how that works you know that side of things too or so, maybe how it used to work or or maybe that right how it used to work um, back in the analog days where there there the the real text message days when you send faxes back and forth handwritten faxes back and forth yeah it was so good i was like that's that's texting they're texting each other i was like i was waiting to, for him to put an emoji in yeah, <laughs> like draw a pile of shit or something. <laughs> I had so much fun with that scene. Yeah, that was good shit. Um, but yeah, I I agree. High dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. And one, I I wouldn't be remiss to watch again. I would watch it again. Yeah. yeah. Just because there's so much in it. It's it's very like you said, it's just there's no fluff. Everything mm -hmm. feels. It's a two and a half hour movie that's tight. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I was thinking when it was like over? I was like, this could have been a ten part miniseries. Mm -hmm. You oh, could yeah, have easily yeah. stretched this out into an HBO wow. miniseries, you know, and just delved even deeper into all the courtroom drama, this and and the the threats of this, and the you could have you could have had the CEOs of the the tobacco companies talking about what are we going to do? Like you could have easily made this a 10 hour movie split up into 10 parts, you know? Yep. Yeah. All right. So let's see, let's see what they think. Our listeners over here, you know, uh, lives this kind of lifestyle a little bit too closely. Wait, what is Angie talking to shit? From the <laughs> last one? 
what a waste of time. Maybe he's, you know, uh, lives this kind of lifestyle a little bit too closely. <laughs> uh, probably. probably like a eh, big whoop. Anyway, so that's the homework. Um, and then the extra credit for the insider, uh, certified Donaldo, MCP a dollar, Bonzo a dollar, Harley a dollar. I mean, freaking Al Pacino, right? Anyway, yep. love you guys. Have a fun Ooh, day. Wow, that's exactly right. Uh, and have a good week. Wow. That's why she's the champ, you see. She scored two points last week. She scored eight this week. She was done fucking around, you see. She had my head start. Now she's catching up. She caught up. Taking advantage. <laughs> that is uh This is not good for She's got them all in check. For our boys. Oh. Twenty three points. <laughs> I think she's like she's like I don't even want to win. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> she, can't, she couldn't lose if she wanted. Yeah, to. she like threw the basketball in the air and like from far away. Like I'm gonna miss, and it, it, back. it yeah. still goes in every time. Everybody want to be like Mike. Mm-hmm. Damn. All right, next. She made a call tonight too. She almost forgot. She said everybody made their call tonight. Gosh, uh, that's good though. I'm glad they did. Let's see. I'm gonna pull it up. Well, fucking Art and D and Bree, they might as well not call in. <laughs> You're saying it's over. I mean, I'm glad they called because fucking Reed's accent was brilliant. Mm, I always love hearing Art's sexy voice. I don't know about D, though. You know, He was busy <laughs> hanging out with his dad. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, see. You could have done an accent. I love you, D. Extra credit, and Harley brings us another three-hour epic, The Insider, <laughs> which, you know, these movies aren't really, I, I think it's like uh, in the vein of Spotlight, kind of, not I want to say kind of a suspense thriller, but uh, not much action, but if you can watch it, you know, and just focus attention it, you know, if you're able to, I think you'll have a good time. That being said, MCP gave this a waste of time because he's got ADD, cannot fucking pay attention to it. So it's a waste of time for him. Uh, I'm gonna say Fonzo. I'm gonna say Fonzo get a dollar. I think he can track with it. But I, unfortunately, I don't think he was able to see him one sitting. And Harley, what? fuck, Harley might have gave us a slip. What? He he thought that Fonzo wouldn't be able to watch it with in one sitting. At least got that part right. That's right. I almost gave him a bonus point for that. I, I feel like I have to start throwing bonus points to our competitor. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Sprinkling them out there. Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah. Here, wanna go with a dollar. So those are my picks. Hope you guys are doing good. Hope Harley had a great time at the Pride Festival in San Francisco. Can't wait to hear the show. Love you guys. Bad boys for life. Wait, did he go to the Pride Festival? Or is he trying to talk shit? He's talking shit because Angie's in San Francisco. Ah, okay. Harley was just there. I wasn't in San Francisco anytime recently. <laughs> I said they spotted you there, didn't they say? Well, yeah, they spotted a giant chicken running down the street, not me. <laughs> Weren't you behind that chicken chasing it? <laughs> Try to give me some tail. <laughs> San Francisco treat. Exactly, see? When you go to San Francisco. 
By the time I get to Phoenix. It's the wrong movie, dude. You're the wrong yeah, movie. Well, well, you did bring in the heat. It tie in the heat, yeah, Michael I Mann. I was, doing, I was doing Sean Connery and The Rock. Yeah. Next. There you go. And, uh, and then uh, it's the insider for the extra credit. <clears throat> uh, obviously, this is uh, Russ LaRock. <clears throat> yes, that, that's right. You heard Russ. R-U-S-S-L-A-R-A-Q. <laughs> uh, um, Wait, what the fuck? Obviously, Who? this film is magnificent. Uh, the fuck? I'm confused. Russ LaRock. I'm going to Google that. Russ LaRock. Oh, it's his... Russell oh, Crow's... Russell Crowe. Old alter ego, or na- or old name. Wrestler Rock. Did he do like a music video or something? Or that was the band name, variation of his name. So it's an alternate pen name. And recorded a 1980s tune titled "I Want." Well, all right, all- well, because isn't uh, Russell Crowe uh, Australian? Oh, oh, shit. Was the hell? That's it. Russ Lorock. There you go. Russ Lorock, huh? Bonus Good. points for the for the history on uh, Russell. Boom. There you go. Good I'm giving up Russ. points for everybody. Lorock, isn't it? And, uh, well, Holly's going to give it a slighter, obviously. Um, Tony, he's only going to give this film a dollar. Now, that's going to have to force me to hit him upside the head with a telephone. Do <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember that incident? No. No, you remember when Russell Crowe did that? He hit a dude in the bar uh, over the head with a phone. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I love how his Russell Crowe's accent is just a deeper voice of Reed. Yeah, I mean he's doing reading. It's, like, it's not. It's not a stretch. Mm-hmm. But I'm still gonna give him the point because he needs all the points he can get, and he, he's the only one even close to Angie. So he's gonna give this film a slater as well. Fine, but that's his choice. And then Fonzo is gonna give this film a slater as well because obviously. He sees my attempt at wanting to be Marlon Brando, and he's going to respect that. Anyways, I hope you bad boys have had a great weekend, especially being at the site of Terminator 2. What a certified slater of a film. Bad boys for life. Damn. See, that... See... I think he needed uh, he needed to go a little deeper. I, I, maybe I'm thinking Russell Crowe Gladiator, but, but he was going Russell Crowe Marlon Brando or this Russell Crowe. I give um, it to him. I'm, I'm Russell Crowe. Sure. He didn't get any points though, right? I don't, I don't. No, one dollar. He got a dollar. I don't want to say it. Oh, he did give it a dollar. Okay, so he gets two points. Eighteen. Okay. <sighs> he's slipping though. Now he's four points behind the leader. Oh. 
I mean, it's still obviously close. I mean, we got one, two, three, four. We got two more weeks. You just counted four and then said two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. Nice. Good job, Tony. Um, this was week four. So we go six weeks intervals, right? Yep. There you go. All right. Last one. You got anything from D? Anyways, yeah, all three of you guys are going to give it a dollar. The Insider. Whoo. Actually, Ooh. 20 years old now. Again, a certified Donaldo. All three of you guys are going to give it a dollar. Anyways, that's it. Happy Father's Day and bad boys for life. Thank you, sir. You got to give him a point for just that extra certified Donaldo. Did you hear I that? Wanna, I want to give him a point a for A little extra little, little oomph into it at the end. Did you hear that? That actually helped him out like big time. That puts him one point behind Reed. He's got seventeen. Because cool. he got that certified D. I mean, what can we do? Yeah, I mean, is it like do we just keep it fair, or should we uh, change of accents? But like, we could we could co- try to come up with some. What is uh, what do the game? What do the contestants think? What what do they want? Tell tell us what you want. You I want you to quit. <laughs> <laughs> Take us another fucking break. Well, they uh, can just step their game up. How about that? How about we just stop fucking shit. around, Hector? Four more huh? points, you fucking dirty. How about you just yours? fucking pay attention? Watch the fucking trailer, man. Watch the movie, maybe for example, huh? Maybe you should get an idea of some of the, what we're thoughts, huh? Maybe you pay attention to the movies, huh? Watch it. Watch the trailer. Watch it. Ooh, ah. Um. Yeah, it's tough. So she just seems to like whenever she wants to score points, she just does. Like, think she's that, like think oh, last I, week she was just like, "I'm gonna let them catch up. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna fuck this shit up." I almost forgot to call in, but I'm gonna call in real quick and score four points or eight points. You know, it's like and no accident. Too, it's, too, it's too easy for. Her. I feel like it. I think Tony's slipping the answers. He's, he's helping her out or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Change the voicemail. Change it so she'd say the right answers. I don't know, but something's, something's got to give. Her her points total keeps going up and up and up. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what she had too. So like they, that was their chance for everyone to catch up, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, but they can't catch up if she keeps fucking knocking them out the park. I mean, last week was their opportunity. That's what I'm saying. But you think she's going to knock it out every, every week? Uh, she has a pretty good – she's a pretty good track record. I mean, last week was a major squadouche for her. So – but it's like we talked about, like the last championship, like that was the highest points total. I mean, everybody was scoring points. I mean, oh, everybody yeah. had big max, big points totals. Mm-hmm. But the champion had more. <laughs> so, so what do we got going on next week? I'm curious. Yeah, what do we got? All right, uh, I'm going to keep it on the Russell Crowe. Well, thanks for calling in real quick. Hmm? Just step your game yeah. up, y'all. Come on. Yeah, I've, I was, I've been trying to think of a way. That they can turn, you know, try to turn this into a Mario Kart type thing, and they can steal oh, points from other you steal people. Steal some points. They could steal oh, points. Shit. Oh, I like that. Fucking, 
no good dirty Tony coming up with ideas. Mm-hmm. Well, the, it's the intention, but I can't think of a fair way for them to get a power up, a, some kind of power up that they can use to steal points. Mm-hmm. Like it, I can't think of a way they can do it. You know, how about like I was thinking if, if they try and guess if they try to guess what the other contestants are going to guess. Right. So the game is that they try to guess what our picks are. But if they act, if they correctly guess what a contestant is going to guess that we pick, they can try and steal their point or bonus points or something or something like that. But it's not easy. My head hurts. I'm saying like if they yeah, say they got like, you know, the whole they got all three right, that gives them like a token and a token to be like, "Hey, you I'm going to give this uh you can't play next week to such and such." Put a halt on them. Like put like like monopoly, put them in jail for the next round. They can't play the next round. Oh, you know what we do? We like quiz them on the movie. Like they got to they got to tell us. You'd have to, you'd have to do that live. Or we record. They give us more. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It's tough. Yeah, it's not easy. No, it's not. With the column live on the air, ask him something. That's why I said I want to. I want uh, you know, Tony. We've had this conversation, and you're absolutely right. Uh, but I'm gonna throw it out there anyways. I want them to give me the answers. I want them to work for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Art Reed D. Whatever that chick's name is, how? What can we do to make the game more exciting? Because Angie's making y'all look like bitches. Damn. See, Tony wants like someone to throw the red show or the blue show. Right. Put them to stop. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you could trade. Even just trade. You could sacrifice if you're if you're at the bottom and you're like you know you're not going to make it. You could sacrifice your points to cancel out the leader's oh. points. You know. It's like fuck say, it, he, say they have four points, and Angie's in the lead by four points. Gives it to somebody. Like, they're now it. they're tied. Not, yeah, I don't know. You could donate your points to a competitor. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Now Ooh, I'm digging like it. Now I'm digging Ooh, it. There we go. I wanted to. Better watch fucking, out, Angie, I wanted to where they, they're fighting each other on Messenger and talking shit. <laughs> I know that's, that's that's what I think it's going to come. How about this? To. You call in. You insult the contestant. We'll give you a bonus point. Well, ironically, who's been the most gracious champion? Angie. Yeah. Every time she comes on, she's like, I just want to thank my competitors. They did such an amazing job. I just got really lucky. Art comes on. He's like, yeah, fuck all y'all bitches. I'm the champion. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, Yeah, we got to let it percolate. Got to get the competitive juices flowing on these. Moments. Yeah, and that's what I mean. We got to get them stealing from each other, throwing shit at yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. Death threats. Yeah. Yeah. See, it'd be easy. It'd be cool to like ask a question on Messenger, but everyone would have to be on, and like the first one to answer can. Uh, yeah, that's not good. That's, I know people, that's the problem. That's hard. People yeah. got a life. They got to fucking do shit. <laughs> so yeah, let it percolate. We'll see. Right. Maybe maybe cool. next season we'll have some some new improvements, enhancements to the game. For next week, uh, I'm I was recommended a movie, um, and I was saving it for extra 
credit because I figured one of y'all had would have seen it. The next three days, have you have either of you seen it? It's got Russell Crowe in it, um, directed by and written by Paul Haggis, Elizabeth Banks, Michael Blue. Does that What's sound it familiar? called? Again? The next three days. Oh, I saw this one. It's you fun. It. It's okay. an awesome movie. Okay, so we'll we'll watch yeah, it next week. Because, yeah, so one of my friends has been asking me if I've watched it yet, and I'm like, I, I, I don't watch movies unless they're, on the, they're assigned on the podcast, so you got to wait. <laughs> yeah, All right, so homework. since that one is uh, in my back pocket now, we're watching a Netflix movie called I Am Mother. I Am Mother. Mother, huh? In 2019 or 2012? 2019. Oh, yeah, I saw a trailer to this. Mm-hmm. Teenage girls raising her. You see a trailer for this. You don't watch no trailers. I, I saw a trailer to this somehow. Oh, I think I saw like a YouTube ad. I saw the trailer on Netflix when I turned it on, and it's like, oh, he recommended for you. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's do it. Post apocalyptic Australian cyberpunk. All right. Put it on the list. Huh. Okay. So like that's easy enough. It was yeah. picked for me. It's right up my it's alley. Strong. It's AI, you know, it's robots. It's like a fuck with everybody. There's just so many content on fucking Netflix, it's like Yeah. New Black Mirror started, like Oh that's right. So much. Alright, okay. Alright, alright. Fonzo has the extra credit. Uh, yeah, I got the extra credit. I uh I got two. I'm either going the shining or Beetlejuice. Yeah. I feel like we've seen Beetlejuice recently. I feel like we saw the shining recently. <laughs> Let them fight. Go back. Go search them. Whichever I one did, I typed in the shining and didn't pop up on fucking The Netflix. Shining isn't showing up. That's what I'm saying. That's weird because I remember us talking about it. Maybe it was when Tony took a break, but I feel like we keep using that excuse and Tony's break was like four years ago. <laughs> hey, you always say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm down for The Shining, especially since they're doing a remake, or not a remake, but a sequel. Well, Sorry with me. Talked about in um, Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking that too. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, cool. Right on. Right on, right on. Right on, right on, yeah. How was y'all Father's Day weekend? What'd y'all do? I'll go first real quick. Uh, I had a really nice motorcycle ride. Uh, finally got on the dirt again. It's been months and months and months since I went into the, since I rode dirt. So, um, <clears throat> we, uh, I took my bike out to Lake Siskiyou. And then when I was done with my ride, I, uh, stayed there and Chris and Mazzy met me out there and we went kayaking and my shoulders are all blown out because oh. I rode hard in the dirt. And then I kayaked. <laughs> for, oh, I did quite. A, we were in the kayak for I don't know a couple hours, so the shoulders are all sore. 
just good. I don't need to do shoulders this week at the gym, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, really nice. Uh, the kayaks we have work out pretty well. They were cheap and they, they work out and it was just a amazing day at the lake. I didn't take any pictures, but, um, weather was amazing. Water was amazing. Um, We've never boated on that lake before because they have a speed limit of five miles an hour, <laughs> so <laughs> which you can practically get into in a kayak. Um, so, uh, but when you're on the water, you see everything differently. Your perspective is different. So the mountain looks different, and there's a big bridge, and that, that looks cool, even though I hate the goddamn thing. And um, yeah, so it's cool being on the lake when we're so used to riding our bikes around it or hiking around it or something like that. So that was cool. So had a really nice, um, a really nice uh, day at the lake. And then we came home and we cooked ribeyes and art came up with, uh, some weird shit where you fucking boil the no, steak. No, it's, it's sous vide. I've talked about sous vide before. <laughs> oh, really? I don't remember you talking about this. Tell me more. Sous vide. You've never, I haven't talked to you guys about it. I don't think so. Fonzo? I swear I talked about it. Like oh. we cooked, we took, we cooked for my dad, sous vide. We went over there and cooked him some steak when we first bought it. They bought it for me for my birthday. And no, then, you never talked to Never talked about this? Talked about, this? talked about it to your girlfriend and your turtles or some shit, but not us. <laughs> right. Sous vide is a water circulating device that keeps it at a very particular temperature. So when you cook meat in it, you put the meat inside of a plastic bag and you vacuum seal it so that the temperature from the water gets transferred oh, to the meat. You don't put the beef right in the water. You don't put it in the water because that would leach out all the goodness. All the so yumminess. You, exactly. So you put it in a vacuum sealed bag first and then the the water circulator maintains an exact temperature so you can't overcook the meat. Well, you can, but it takes a lot of effort. Like You can leave it in there for four hours and the meat is just nice and tender oh that's fucking awesome yeah and so and so you you cook it at 135 you got a nice medium rare steak and the best part is that the um it's cooked all the way through so from edge to edge right so normally when you cook things on a grill or on a skillet or whatever well yeah exactly you get a little mediumness you know wellness done on the edges and then you get a nice oh, in, yeah. in the middle you get a smaller band of pink in the middle no with a sous vide that's the tri-tip, that's the tri-tip but, but still like you it, it takes it takes some skill to get that minimized right yeah, sous vide it's the whole thing is cooked perfectly when it comes out it just looks a little gray because it doesn't have the sear so then you just throw it on a grill throw it on a pan or get like a searsall or you know a flamethrower or whatever you want and you flamethrower and you sear it flamethrower yeah. you know it's amazing forget an ice cream yo <laughs> yeah you give it a little sear it gets that nice uh, maillard reaction you get the caramelized crust and it's like oh, it's awesome i love it i love the idea I, when he was like you boil it i was like what the fuck i don't fucking boil uh, just doesn't know how to speak english so no he does well you know <laughs> it's fucking dirty mexican so <laughs> but yeah no sous vide is, is awesome i'm glad he got it because you'll enjoy steak it, it's it's amazing it, it, it's a new way of cooking and i i, I won't go back i cooked oh i cooked a bunch of eggs in it and they're 
perfect. Like the soft oh, like boiled eggs. No, soft boiled eggs. Oh, it's okay. hard to yeah, cook yeah. soft boiled eggs to get the. No, you're absolutely right. You're, yeah. yeah, it's a tr- it's a it's tough. Yeah. So yeah, it's got a lot of uses. There's a YouTube channel called Sous Vide Everything. Love that huh. guy. Like, he puts out good quality content. Love oh, watching yeah? it. Yeah, yeah, and you can learn a lot about different ways of sous vide and how to prepare it. And... Pornhub channel, Tony. What's that? Do you have a Pornhub channel? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to check. That sounds like a good, to sounds like a good time, too. There you go, okay. <laughs> you sous vide your meat, and you can sous vide your meat. Sous vide your yeah, meat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So, oh, so we came home, uh, cooked some steaks and shrimp. Uh, the shrimp was actually for Mazzy, although I got in on it too, which was delicious. Although I overcooked the shrimp. I didn't, I never barbecued shrimp before. I don't fucking know. So I overcooked the shrimp. It was all kind of like chewy. Although, the, although, uh, Chris and Mazzy were like, oh no, it's great, dad. We love it. And it was <laughs> fucking overcooked. The steak was good though. I didn't overcook the steak too bad. Nice. And then uh, just fucking polishing off the whiskey. (laughs) Chris brought brought home some Maker's Mark yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I'll go because Fonzo probably has the better story to end with. Um, Let's see. Let me look at my calendar. Oh, yeah, we had friends over Friday night. Uh, one of our friends in, in the friend group got a girlfriend, so we finally met her. It was cool. Uh-oh. We played um, some uh, Jack Party TV. So uh, he said, "Jack, yo, <laughs> come on, Fonzo. You're you were like hitting all these out the park a minute ago, and now you're falling asleep or some shit." <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Uh, fuck, I forget the name. It's Murder Party, and there's there's some other group game that we play. Um, but it was cool. So I just had friends, pretty chill, nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, Saturday day, Saturday, nothing, nothing crazy either. H- hit the farmers market, you know, got some. Uh, had had our panda, blah blah blah. And then today, for Father's Day, we um, went to the gym, then took my dad to the uh, Brazilian steakhouse place. We didn't. It was actually, it was all on everyone else. Like, my sister's like, oh, we're going to take him here. And I'm like, really? That place? Yes, that place was amazing. So, (laughs) um, unfortunately for my dad, he didn't prepare by starving himself for a week so that he could have, you know, uh, enough space in his body to put all the meat. And he didn't have as much as he didn't take full advantage of the buffet. That's all I can say. Uh, yeah. I mean, he enjoyed it. It was good, but he got to a point where like he couldn't eat anymore. Um, but I was taking full advantage of it cause I was, I was sitting right next to my dad. My dad had shoulder surgery, so he only has one arm operational and it's his left arm. And so I'm like, I'll cut him up for you, dad. So they would come around, bring the steaks. And I'm like, get another one for my dad right here and they'd put him on the plate and I'd cut it up for him and give him just a little bit and I'm, I'd take the you know t- taxes you know I gotta take my fee that's the finder's fee <laughs> or, but uh, no it, it was it was cool because um, they would just plop the steaks on my on my plate or, or the plate between my dad and me and I would cut everything up and send it over to my dad's plate um, so it was a good time 
And then once he got full, I still ordered for him, <laughs> and then I would just have two sticks. Hey, now. There so. you go. Two sticks is another one? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I like how Tony was, like, talking shit about his dad, right? He didn't come prepared. He wasn't <laughs> wasn't willing to to be an unreasonable human being. It sounded like what your dad was perfect. What your dad did was perfectly adult and mature. Like and he ignorant. ate full and then he stopped. That's just ignorance. He didn't know. It's like he was a total bitch out. He didn't eat enough. <laughs> Well, they, and it's it's when when you know they they hadn't done it before, and so they were they sat down and they were ready to like for the server to take their order, and we're like, no, let's go, let's go get some plates and let's start getting some meat. They're like, what? And so then we show them the the salad area. It's like, okay, here's where you get the salad and um, blah blah blah. And then you go to your plate, you turn the you turn the marker over so that they could come drop meat on your plates, and they all grab a bunch of salad on their plates. We're like. My lady and I just look at each other like amateurs. <laughs> you don't get a lot of salad. You don't fill up with with greens. You know, you the, the, you get a little bit of the salad stuff to cleanse your palate between different cuts of meat or different you know types of meat. So you got the beef coming in, and then like there you got some chicken or some pork. And they're like, you know what? Let me let me have a little bit of shrimp and uh, some some salad to cleanse my palate. And now you're ready for some pork. You know, like that's Is there how... a rule though at buffet though. Like I thought it's just you know. Well, I mean, just don't sit there for go for it. What's that? So I thought a buffet, you know, it's just go for it. It's just uh yes, like, that's normal buffet food. style. But the meat, they come around and they serve it to you. Oh, gotcha. So the Brazilian, okay. yeah, the Brazilian steakhouse, there's these guys, gauchos, I think they call them, and they just have meats on skewers, and then they come to you and, like, do you, would you like some of this meat? And you say yes or no, and then they cut off a slice for you and put it on your plate. And there's those guys walking around. Um, they do have it kind of organized to where if you're a fresh table that just sat down, they will send most of the meat over to your table. And then for they'll do that for like maybe 20, 30 minutes, and then you don't see anybody anymore. Like the meat doesn't come over. And if you if you still want more meat, you kind of have to ask for it. Mm-hmm. So you get your servers like, hey, I I'd like, can I get some of the you know filet mignon back wrapped in bacon? Yeah, oh, sure, yeah, we'll we'll get that sent over. But it doesn't come right away because the guy is over across the restaurant serving you know some other table that just sat down. So there's a little there's a little strategy to it. If you want to get all the meats that you actually want, and that's what you do, like that's what we've done. We we now we know which meats we want, we like. Like no, fuck off with the parmesan chicken, fuck off with the pork this and pork that. No. Give me the give me the top sirloin, give me the bottom sirloin. Yeah, get, get that weak ass shit out of here. I want I want the flank steak. Give me the top sirloin. Give me the, the picanha, the the bottoms, the bottom sirloin. The, like you the, see the guy walking in the restaurant with the big tray, and then Tony just knocks it open. He's like, nope, it's not in. It's not right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> So yeah, so that was a good time. Uh, that, yeah, and that's I, you, you call it Brazilian Steakhouse. There's no name. That's what its name is. Um, the one we went to is called Texas de Brazil. It's the one near um, or where Dave and Buster's is, right right across or right out right next to it. Okay. Yeah, over over in in Carlsbad, at the Carlsbad Mall. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. 
It's a good time. I mean, it's it's pricey. It's fifty bucks a person, but you know Ooh. you you eat eat like fifty bucks worth of steak. Damn. If you play, you can, if you can if you can like fast for twenty four hours or some shit, and then right? Go so in you there. you fast for twenty four yeah. hours, and then like four hours before you go in, you eat a little bit just to get your your stomach juices warmed up, and like it starts getting pliable. <laughs> Fucking oh yeah, science. yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. all and, scientific with it. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to like your stomach will go into shock if you start try to shove that much meat in it without it being prepared. You got to lube it up a little bit, you know. You got to. Gotta... Hey, Mike, Tony, what's your go-to food after a long that. after a long fast? Uh, bone broth. Well, like define like twenty-four hours. Oh, uh, eggs, eggs and bacon and sausage. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. Eggs. Yeah, eggs I just bacon. eat breakfast. Yep. <laughs> Oh, yeah, eggs and bacon are great. After I, just fast. Breaks. I just go down for breakfast. I just have like a huge breakfast burrito. I do like four scrambled eggs, some lunch meat scribbled in there, some cheese, some sour cream, some salsa. Just like the whole just gigantic. Bre- I never have a problem on my stomach. Right. It never it never hurts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 24-hour fast is not that big of a deal. Yeah. I, I haven't done anything longer than that, so... <laughs> So yeah, but damn, fifty bucks. It's fifty bucks, but if and that's the thing, like if you strategize and you do it, play your cards right, you eat a lot more than fifty dollars worth of food. So, well, compared to if you went to a restaurant, you know, it's like today. It's like Chris came home from 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 a Winco yesterday, right? And the two ribeyes, which were huge ribeyes, both of us shared one tonight. And it was like a lot of food. Yeah, yeah. Restaurant. All ribeyes was 20 bucks. Right. And then all the shrimp we ate was like eight. It was cheap. I mean, it was if we went to a restaurant and got two ribeyes and shrimp and then the fucking corn on the cob and, and the, the salad that Chris made, it would have been 150 bucks between the three of us. Right, I mean, you're also we, paying. You're paying other people to cook it, and other people to cut exactly, it for you, and put exactly. it on your plate, and and you get to have that meat as soon as you walk in and sit down. Like, that's 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 beautiful. That's that's worth yeah. it. But yeah, it is it, it it is a bit expensive. But the experience is one of those. It's it's not you don't you don't get to experience that anywhere else. It's it's definitely a unique yeah. experience. I'd be I'd I'd be willing to do it, even for fifty bucks. Yeah, let me know when. I'll 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 show you the ropes. I don't yeah, I don't believe Harley's lying. Oh, I, I know you. I know you don't fuck around. <laughs> Might have to be when I go down there though. That's a problem. Not, they don't have none of that shit around right. here. Right. Oh, okay, so it's called a Brazilian steakhouse. Brazilian. We'll have our uh, bad boys meet up. At, uh, oh, there you go. Steakhouse. Donaldo said he's paying. Right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm the closest one I'm finding is in fucking San Jose. Damn. Got to be one closer than that. Got to be one in Sacramento. There's one in Sacramento. There you go. Foga, Foga de, de, Foga de fucking something. <laughs> Foga de minus Brazilian steakhouse. Like right there in sec. I wonder if there's one up in Southern Oregon. Uh, 
not seeing anything. And oh, oh, we're down here. Airless restaurant and bar. Pieces on the creek upscale. Oh, they fucking sizzlers. Fucking sizzlers. <laughs> Suck this. Fucking me. Origin Roadhouse. Grill casual steakhouse. I need to. It's like a steak buffet, right? I mean, that's kind of what we're looking for. Right. The fuck do you spell buffet? <laughs> buffet. Yeah, they got them in the Bay Area. Fonzo. Yes. What you do? Let's see. Started. Uh, we started on Saturday. We took. Uh, like I said my dad and uh, crew to see John Wick three, and then on um, today we went to. So there was this. Um, I like scary movies experience. It, it's like a building took somewhere in, in Los Angeles that was taken over. It's like an art exhibit. You can take pictures. Of like four different movies. They had uh, The Shining displayed, Nightmare on Elm Street, Lost Boys, and Beetlejuice. I see all of my friends go do it, so I wanted to check it out. And originally, today was its last day it was going to be open, uh, but they extended it. So I'm like, oh, what a better day to go than on Father's Day. You know, then I'm taking crew with me because I kept asking if he can go. He's, he wasn't discounted or free. He was he had to pay full price for him because um, they said, well, due to the nature of the movies are rated R, you got to bullshit. I'm like, all right, I guess you got to say that, whatever. Um, but luckily, it was right next to the La Brea Tar Pits, and I'd always want to go there, too. Oh, you never been there for? No, I never been there. I've been there a couple times. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, cool. it's neat. Yeah, cool. it's a lot of fun. So, yeah. um, we were able to do that, and then so Amy was able to take River and Reagan there while me and crew went to the exhibit, and it was cool, man. Just I, I, I kept telling him he'll understand the references later when he watches these movies. <laughs> um, funny enough, his favorite was uh, the Shining Room. <laughs> I really liked the Overlook. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah. Um, but it was just fun. Like there's this, there's just certain scenes in the movie where like you could put your face in the door. It's, you know, it says red rum on it. Uh, kind of like, you know, Jack, um, kind of like he does in the movie. Um, there's just all sorts of cool things. I'm, I'm working on putting a video. I'll post some pictures later. Um, but that was just, it was just cool to do that for like at least an hour and a half, walk around, do all that. And it was cool to experience that with him. He had his, he had my old phone that I had given to him. So it was like he had his own camera. So he wanted to keep taking pictures. It was funny because I'd go and look at the exhibit. I'm like, oh, that's a cool picture for me to take. And he'd hand me his phone, and he'd start going over there to get the picture taken. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, all right. So I kept doing this trick where I have to, like, hold my phone and his phone at the same time and take double pictures just to, like, get both of it. And, um, yeah, it was funny, man. He just he just had a trip. He was, like, getting into the exhibits and thinking of funny poses. And, uh, yeah, it was just really fun. They got the cool, like, uh, waiting room in Beetlejuice. They got the... Um, the lady that's like sawed off. I don't remember how long you guys seen Beetlejuice, but it's yeah. a lot of cool rooms where it's like, um, like the, the, the graveyard that he comes out of. And then the lost boys, they had like the bridge where you can hang, hang from underneath it, like in the, in the movie. So just really cool things. Um, so that was just fun. I, like I said, I wanted to go and do it and, uh, we got to experience that together. And then, um, when we came back in, like, you should just do a quick walk around inside the museum, the tarp, uh, you know, the tar pit. And uh, so she rips off her wristband, gives it to me, and sure enough, I walk in. Nobody says anything. So they got the pictures, and it's just amazing to see like um, those fossils, right? And then like um, 
like how huge animals were back then. Like you know, the woolly mammoths, the saber tooth. Um, but one of the funny things is there's like there's like a full on working lab inside where you got scientists, they got you know people there cleaning the fossils, and you can sit there and watch. Fucking like Jurassic Park. Wow. That's know? crazy. That's cool. I wanted to be like I wanted to go up to one of the servers. I go, are those are those auto erotic? I'm like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't be the fucking ass, only asshole that's ever said that. You know, right. I'm sure they get that on the daily. So I was like, fuck it, I'm not gonna say it. But it was just so perfect. I'm like, I want to say it. There's just there, you know. I feel like an egg was about to hatch. We had to go inside there, you know. Um, but it was just neat. I'm like, they're fucking jobs cool. They're cleaning dinosaur. Bones. They're cleaning bones. <laughs> you know, like how cool is that? They're sitting there cleaning them and in the tar off and there was a one little contraption where like it had you like lift these two metal bars to show you like how thick the, the tar is you know it's like here try to lift this up and then you realize like fuck those animals are fucking doomed dude the moment they stepped in tar they're fucked like it's so fucking thick it was crazy and there was one part where we were taking the pictures by the bridge and on the opposite side is the, you know it's just the, the street and the guy that's doing the tour stops by there starts talking about it. everybody comes out starts taking pictures and sure enough, he found some fucking card on the floor or something, and uh, he picked up tar from the street on their side. Like it would seep over. I wow. Amy told me they used to, they closed the street one time because it was seeping over so bad. Um, so it's a trip. Like I don't remember the last time you went, Harley. Did you go to the museum too? Or just... oh, it's been I was a teenager. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, so it's just really cool, you know, to take uh, the kids there and stuff. Now I want to see like the actual dinosaur bones. Like I want to see like I want to go to the museum and see that. I think. I don't know, Balboa, does Balboa have them? I can't remember. Were you, weren't you down there, Tony, for like a science thing one time? You were volunteering? Uh, yeah, you know, Balboa Park. There? Yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering if they had one. Um, I don't remember what all the, the museums. The History Center, the History, yeah. the Fleet Science Center, that's where you were at, right? Fleet, yeah, the Fleet is one of them. What else yeah, is they got the automotive, railroad, f- photograph, space, Museum of Art, uh, Mineral Gems, Kid City, Comic Con Museum. No, uh, well, we'll go somewhere eventually. Though you know, I'm sure, some have it. I just got the I just got the book. For, I just want to check it out. It'd be cool. Oh, and after that, was you, that, you're talking about museums. It just reminded me that we went to the antique um, gas and railroad museum in Vista or whatever. That one. You know which one I'm talking about? There's a museum in Vista that's like old, old machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 were hosting a mini Maker Fair. Um, okay. And so we went on Saturday morning. How was that? But that was pretty cool. I mean, it, yeah. it, in in like an hour or two, you can consume everything that they have. Gotcha. You know, you just see everything that they have. But they had a, we didn't get to see it, but apparently they have milking uh, demonstrations and. <laughs> Uh, baking demonstrations because uh, the the machines used to make you know to mill the grain and the flour and all that okay. stuff is part of the story. So that's all that's I'm picturing a, is the the gadget uh, Pee Wee has in, to make breakfast. <laughs> that elaborate though, yeah, <laughs> where he's like got the pterodactyl dropping the toast and the toaster, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln statue flipping the pancakes. Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's what I would use. I just, mine. Yeah, you said museum and reminded me that we it's actually saw one. Yeah. No, yeah, it's it's close. If you've never been there, it it, it's, it seems like they have a lot of uh, stuff for kids. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, because you know when you have kids, man, you Harley can attest. You run a lot of things to do. <laughs> you know, yeah. well, I'm sure Harley does a lot of free stuff. <laughs> so he always goes outdoors. So he's smart. 
Then after that, I went to that where I took that picture of that amazing burger. It was like, oh, it was counter burger. Create your own. That was, that was a lot of fun. And that was right next to the tar pit, too, so it was cool to sit there and eat. And then I was like, man, we got some time. We're in L.A. I was like, Amy, you mind? She's like, no, it's Father's Day. Whatever you want to do. Like, I want to check out some fucking filming locations. So I started putting in my map. And the one I've always wanted to see was the bridge from Terminator 2. I put that in my map. I found it. Turns out it was like 30 minutes away. But in Los Angeles, it's a lot longer than that. But it's 22 miles, but it actually didn't take too long. So I finally got to go and, and check that out. And uh, you remember the scene where T-1000 um, is chasing John? He's got the big semi. And he comes barreling down that bridge onto the, like, the, like the aqueduct. He was chasing John. Remember that scene? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was right there. So I got, to, I got to go there. And it was just cool to see, like, man, this was – camera was working, I, man. Yeah, I, I saw, I saw the picture. Scene. It looked cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that was really neat. And then I'm like, I'm like, well, we still got a little more time. Let me just type in one more address, see if I can find it. And I wanted to see if we can find. I wanted to see John Connor's house. And uh, it said it was like uh, 13 minutes away. I'm like, fuck, it's perfect. It's right next to each other. I'm like, the filming locations when they were doing when they're scouting for locations, they must have like just drove around the neighborhood and found them. So. Like 13 miles away, drove over there, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be weird because this is somebody's house, you know, cars in the driveway. <laughs> I understand they're taking pictures of like somebody's house. The lady, and then this lady starts walking her dog, and uh, I'm recording everything, and uh, I, I had to stop and look. I'm like, oh, this lady's gonna say something, right? It turns out she's the neighbor, you know. <laughs> we hear you, Harley. You're oh, back. I'm sorry, sorry for interrupting. I'm my shit's all fucked up here. Oh, no worries. I was just telling. I, you, I was literally saying to you, but you weren't hearing me. It's reasonable that the the filming locations were going to be close by, you know. And then yeah. you were like, "It's awesome that the filming locations were close by." Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, because I think when they're scouting, looking for them, like they they, they stayed in the same area. Um, yeah, it's totally yeah. reasonable. But it's just it's just funny. Like like the kids are all looking at me, and Amy's just kind of like, "Oh, um, I can't look. It's just so it's, it's like it's so cringy." Sure up the lady like next door. She's like with a dog. We're making up the story. Like she's probably like, "There's another crazy man outside the house again." Yeah, like somebody lives in that house. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. She's probably like nobody told me when I bought these houses they would have random kids coming out and taking pictures of the house. You know, um, I don't know if she sounded like that. That size picture in my head, but uh, nice. it was just cool to see. Like, uh, like, like, like when when Harley quoted it, that's exactly what I was saying. I I was telling yeah. the kids, I'm like, I'm quoting it. And I wanted to show them the movie on my phone while I was going there because I'm like, they're probably like, what the fuck, Dad? It's just a random house. So like, yeah. you don't understand. It's like, oh, this is the came to see. This is, this is the, the, uh, how do I, oh, this is the foster parents of John Connor. This Todd and Janelle right here. That's where they live. And I want to know, was the inside house used for the, it could have been. Who knows? I don't know if it was like in the studio or if it was actually used inside, you know? But yeah. I'm like, right there, John Connor's with his friend. He's working on his bike. And his stepmom wants him to go and clean his room, and he won't. He gets pissed, so she has Todd to do it. And he just starts turning up his bike. He's like, she ain't my mother, Todd. He gets all mad. I'm like, you know, then he gets in his bike, drives away. He's about to go to the bank, get some money, go go to the arcade, you know. Um, but I like, you know how many times I've seen that movie? You know, and you could be mine playing in the background. And I can just picture him riding his bike, going off on that street. I'm like, it was just super nerdy and geeky for me to like experience that because I fucking love that movie and just to be at that bridge and that scene the little cool bucket list out of my lo- um, locations I wanted to check out so but when I look at the door I'm like I can see 
like Todd's standing there, you know. I even like quoted the whole thing T one thousand said to like the kids. I'm like, yeah, he he pulls up, comes up to him, it's like, are you the legal foster? Are you the legal parents <laughs> of John O'Connor? That's right. Yeah, what did he do this time, this officer? Time. Yeah, <laughs> there's a big guy on a bike looking for him. Does that have anything to do with it? No, I wouldn't be worried about him. It's a good looking kid. You mind if I keep this picture? No, sure, sure. I got plenty. Thanks for your cooperations. Have a good day. You know, it's just like yeah. I would tell all about it. And I go, hey, Amy, where's the Galleria monster close by? <laughs> it, was, it was getting late at this point, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, it was just so much fun to like um, actually be there, you know. So yeah, that's that's pretty much what I did on uh, Father's Day. Nice. Yeah. So, right on. Yeah, man. So uh, yeah, I hope you guys had a good Father's Day too, man. So. Yeah, dude, it was the best one I've had in years. Heck yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, I think that's going to do it. That's going to conclude episode four, five, seven. You know, maybe four, we'll raise a little bit, come up with some point schemes. You know, you know, if you guys uh, call in in Spanish or in a different language, you know, do your whole call backwards and reverse. Oh you know, boy, some sh- you know what I mean? I don't know something. You know what? Video, do videos or something. I think Raid's the only one that does that. Yeah. But I, don't, I mean, get creative, right? I'm liking oh, the Mario Kart style, though, man. I'm liking the knocking up the points. I, I like, I like having them skip a turn, like you know, really hurting some people. You know what I mean? I gotta I say, I, points. I gotta interrupt you. I was laughing my ass off with Reed and his daughter, and he's like, "Hey, some uh, Salvadorian oh, guy named was- D- Oh my god, that shit was fucking comedy gold. She's just sitting going, "What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you." <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, yep, that's me. What? <laughs> just the way he says it, too. He's just looking at the camera, too. He's just looking back at like, hey. <laughs> Some, uh, oh, it's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Keep them coming. Absolutely. Yeah. Make your picks at your work, you know? Get dangerous. With the cordless drill in his left hand or something? Yeah, well, like... draw, he's putting up drywall. Oh, Denal's pulling up fruit. Oh, hey, guys. I didn't see you there. It's me, Denal. <laughs> your boss produce manager. Just putting these bananas away. I was going to say, you guys all give it a certified. <laughs> <laughs> and just filling out bottles of pharmacy. Like, oh, hold on. Excuse me. Hi. Yeah. I'm a local pharmacist. How you doing? Just wanted to say, father gives it this later. You know, the guys give a dollar. Oh, bad boys for life. Turns back around and starts talking to the customer. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, have your kids call in. Make your picks. That's bonus points right there. Huh? Oh. Have the missus. Have a random stranger. Give me your phone. Say, you know what? Can you, can you say this? Yeah, we'll give extra credit, extra points if you tag BBPC on a building and post it. <laughs> you break Man. the law. Yeah, sure. Write it, piece of write paper it on a write on, BBPC. Yeah, write it on a sleeping person's forehead and take a picture. Oh, the, post oh it. there you go. Oh. Can't be your can't be your wife or husband. Right, it could be the kids. Someone else's head. kids. Somebody else's kids? Yeah. Yeah, Angie, you're always at birthday parties. You got massive kids <laughs> lying around. You yeah, no stick shit. a big PC point, point sticker on the back of some kid's shirt. Yeah, <laughs> on his forehead. Bam. And just say, like, Mike, run on your forehead. You know? Call in with a couple of grape sodas while you're drinking a couple hey, of grape sodas. Tropical go. fruit bubblicious. Mm. Right? Let's get some bad boy references in there. Huh? You know a friend named Jojo? Have him call in for you. Have him call in. Right. We could even say, "Hey, you you won the bonus round. You get extra five points." 
you know? Like the double like the double bonus, the double jeopardy. I'm I'm you know? definitely I'm curious what, what they're gonna come up with. Yeah. If they're cool with them and they like it, that I'm good. they're all fair game. But if somebody sort of puts a BBPC on some forehead, they're automatically going to point. Oh, my God. You better lock that shit down, Tony. Yeah, it's really Right on your forehead. Mm-hmm. What else would you like to see, Tony? Uh, How about tat- jackass style stunts? Yeah, tattoo. Yeah. Ooh, BBPC get a tattoo. tattoo. You're a permanent champion. You get a BBPC tattoo. Mm-hmm. I just stopped playing. You just you just let them host a show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you retire. You're like I'm, I'm just trying to find someone to take my spot. That's all. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Uh oh, you bad boys for life. It's for life, Tony. Oh, it's a sentence. Got it. It's not a sentence. It's a it's a, it's a, it's a way of life. Oh, I was just gonna say. <laughs> so yeah, man, just you know. Look at the movie. You know what are they eating? What are they playing with? You know, call in. Dress up as Mike, Marcus. I don't care. Get joy pants. You know anything. Get creative. Write BBPC on the lawn when when Reed's drywalling. Write that shit on there. Then all the write BBPC <laughs> out of pineapples or some shit. I don't know. Fucking uh, get a lawnmower and mow uh, BBPC in your little grass. <laughs> there you go. So that, that'll get you bonus points, right? Fucking A. Let's see. Because shaving in your hair. Ooh, there you go. Right? Yeah. Ten points right there. Automatic. Your hair grow back. You know, you're still, still good. Damn. See? There you go, man. Yeah, see? That's my idea. All right. Y'all got ideas? Hit us up in the messenger. Let us know. Yep. You guys like this idea. If not, you want to scrap it, then Fuck y'all off. better set your game up. <laughs> Score some more points. <laughs> oh man! Well, I want to say that was uh, BPC. We randomly rent all things movies. Eleven forty-eight. Still Father's Day. Good night. So, uh, yeah. Good night. There you go. I want your boy Final. Say we ride together. Harley. We die together. MCP. Bad boys for life.